As we head towards the end of the year, it feels like the perfect time to talk about setting goals for the next 12 months. Although, if the truth be told, setting goals is a good thing to do at any time of the year. So in this episode, we're going to share how you can set goals that you can actually achieve. Welcome to the JFDI podcast and we're the two Lauras and between us we've built and sold several businesses and worked as freelance social media marketers for many years. Since we joined forces in 2019 we've helped thousands of freelance social media marketers to grow their businesses too but getting where we are didn't happen by accident. It's all down to how we work on our business goals. But the thing most people won't tell you is that the goal itself isn't the important part. It doesn't matter what your goal is or how big it might seem. What's really important is the plan you put together to achieve it. In this episode, we're going to share three ways to make your goal setting easier and help you to be able to achieve your goals. And we've also got a little bonus to share with you later in the show. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. Now, Laura, don't you think setting goals feels really overwhelming sometimes? Yes. Uh, We put off putting a label on this for ages. Anytime someone tried to do this, any kind of goal setting exercise with us, we would push back on them because they made it really, really overwhelming. And they wanted us to think about what we wanted to achieve in the next five years or the next 10 years. And neither of us work like that. No, it's impossible. Like, especially like I've got a disabled child. If you're new to the show, you might not know that. Uh, But my son, William, is disabled. At some point in the next 12 months, maybe a little bit longer than that, he has got two major surgeries coming up. He needs hip surgery and needs spinal surgery. So trying to set goals around these impending surgeries, it's like, well, how do I know? How can I? Because at some point, a letter's going to land on my doorstep saying, woohoo, here's your date for your surgery. Well, what if I've got everything planned out to hit that goal around that date? It's just yeah. really difficult. And I know it's not just me. Obviously, it's just me that maybe has these impending surgeries, but we all have <laughs> life going on, don't we? Yeah. Well, for me, I don't like goal setting for that like longer term goal setting because like, I'm a busy fool in a good way. Like My priority... My life revolves around my kids and I know not everybody's the same, but so their, but their needs come first. So our businesses, we do our, we build our business for both of us to be able to deal with our children, whether that be impending surgeries or multiple clubs that my children suddenly want to go to. I want to be able to, I want them to be able to do what they want to do and you know, there's lots of people who say to us, oh, well, you know, your grand plan should surely be to do this or speak on stages, do all these things. And we're like, no, no, far from it. Like our goal is to just do what we want to do. My main goal is probably to stay off of stages. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) And I think like my goals are always about my family. They're never like, I want a multi seven figure business or I want a... 20 million clients or I want a Porsche like I want my goals are always that I can do I can it results in something I can do with my family that's what motivates me and my family's 
needs and goals. Like, I don't know what we all want in five years' time. No, well, you don't probably don't even know what your children are going to want in a year's time because children change all the time. Yeah, when you've exactly. got three children who are all at different ages, all wanting to do different things, I can only yeah. imagine like how difficult that could be. Yeah. And I know people will think, well, hang on a minute, this is about business. You know, this isn't about what your kid might want for Christmas as a goal. But it's all relevant, isn't it? Some people are very mm. much business orientated. My business, I want to earn this, or my goal is I want to do this, or and it's all about the business. But ultimately, our goals are driven by our why. Yeah. And and there's no, it's not right or wrong, you know, you can have business related goals that are completely unattached to your kids and your home life and your family and whether it be buying houses etc. But at the end of the day that's that's the end goal for, surely for everybody. We don't want multi seven figure businesses what just to look just at it to have a multi seven yeah. Yeah. It, then it's yeah. a bit motivated, doesn't it? Yeah. Unless there's a motivator you're never going to hit a goal. Yeah. And it could be you want to buy your first house, you want to stop renting. You know, it's. I'm sure everybody's goals are linked to a personal goal, right? Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. And so I, th- I think sometimes when you have got these big goals, like for instance, you know, you want to build a property empire or anything like that, like uh, these massive goals it's what makes it really overwhelming. And mm. if you're saying, right, in 2023, I want to make six figures, but currently you're, you know, you're nowhere near that, that feels really overwhelming because it's so much further off than where you are right now. And if you set yourself like that impossible task, which a lot of coaches out there will try and get you to do, they'll try and mm. get you to push yourself really far. It's really difficult then because you've got this massive overwhelming goal that you are working towards and you then become really frustrated because you're like, well, hang on a minute, it's so far away. How on earth am I ever going to possibly do that? And like, I'm somebody who works to, you know what we like work like, we work to deadlines, right? Yeah. We need that pressure to hit our goals. So if a goal is too far away, it doesn't motivate me because I'm not close enough to it. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense to me because that's exactly how <laughs> I am. And some people, yes, they like they like a plan. They like that longer term goal. There's nothing wrong with having a longer term goal. We just don't work like that, but that's but plenty of people can work like that. But the most important thing is setting the mini goals to get you to your big goals, isn't it? Is to make it actually actionable because as you say it's overwhelming yeah totally like I once um set a goal to take my family to Lapland I wanted to pay I didn't want my husband to pay I want I wanted to pay to me that was a big kind of mindset thing as well for me that I was able to pay for this quite frankly ridiculously expensive holiday in the freezing cold I wanted to do it but if I was to say I want to go next winter I want to go to Lapland I just wouldn't be motivated by that I would just I just it's just too far but if Mm. I so when I did it I said I want to do it and I'm going to pay for it obviously it was quite far away the one we actually went but I set myself a goal to be able to earn the money to pay for it within a short space of time but in, so instead of saying, right, I want to go to Lapland in 12 months time and I'm going to 
and that's it. I sat down and I figured out how many clients do I need? What do I need to actually earn? How many clients do I need? How many masterclasses does that need to take? What is my deadline for this? Because as we've said, we personally work best for deadlines. And that was it. I'd done it all. I'd raised the money. I'd paid it off within three months. But if I'd have not given myself those shorter deadlines and those shorter tasks, I'd have never have done it. it. If I had, it would have been luck. <laughs> Yeah, totally. And I remember when you when you did that, like that was a big thing. That was a like something to really celebrate. That mm. you know, it wasn't just that you were going on holiday. It was that you had set this plan and you'd worked through this plan. You'd made this money and you were able to pay that holiday off yourself for your family. Like that's several amazing wins in one. So, you know, Massive kudos to you. I think that was brilliant when you did that. Thanks. And Laura doesn't get praise from me very often. So let's just put this on a podcast so it's there forever. (laughs) (laughs) But unless you're really specific, like you were, then it's impossible to hit that goal because unless there's specificity on it, on what you want to do and by when you want to do it, it's very difficult to make a plan. And you need that plan in order to hit that goal. So you kind of need to break that goal down into lots of little goals, don't you? Yeah. Like you said, you knew how many clients you needed to have. So one of those goals would be get a client. You yeah. knew how many masterclasses you need to sell. So one of those goals would be create a masterclass, sell it, what have you. Yeah. So those small little pieces. And then along the way, every time you hit one of those, that's a celebration point, which keeps you motivated to keep going. But yeah. I think it's important as well that we say that not all goals need to be about achieving something or making more money. It might be totally the opposite. Like we listen to a lot of podcasts, don't we? And um, we were listening to a podcast recently with Jenna Kutcher. She was talking about goals in this podcast. And she was talking about how sometimes it's not about getting something more. It's about taking something away. And I thought that was like really important because your goal might not be that you want to make six figures. Your goal might just be that you want to finish at work every day at three o'clock so you can go and do the school run or you want to have a Friday off so you can go and do your big food shop. It might be those smaller goals of taking something away, getting rid of a client who's really overwhelming you and just feeling better about your business. So I think it's really important to, to first of all, decide what that goal is, but also really understand why you want to achieve that goal because that's where the motivation comes so that you can kind of hit that goal, right? Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think, so that's, that's our tip number one, isn't it? Our goals need to be specific. They need to be something that is measurable that you can quantify. So, you know, when you've hit those goals, it's all very well being wishy-washy, but then that's not going to motivate you. You're not ever going to achieve that if it's not actually something that's measurable and really specific. So that is your tip number one. Tip number two then is the timescale of that goal. Yeah. Because I think that's where most people kind of switch off and become overwhelmed, including us. Mm-hmm. And it's a bit like like the beginning of the year, everyone in January starts a diet, don't they? Yeah. But they don't put a date on when they want to have achieved that ideal weight or whatever. Oh, I do. So they quickly drop off it. <laughs> Okay, apart from Laura Davis. But that's why you quickly drop off of that goal, isn't it? Because you haven't like set this timescale of when you want to do it by. So it just stops. So Or you set unrealistic timeframes like me. I want to lose two stone in a week. (laughs) Yeah, let's not do that. Uh, But I think when it comes to business, especially, those timescales are really important because that stops you from being overwhelmed and it gives you something to motivate you. And we'll all work differently on this. Like, 
for us, a 12-month goal wouldn't work. We work in much smaller bite-sized chunks. But for you, it might be that 12 months really motivates you or it could be the opposite, could terrify you. It might be that you work better with like a 90-day goal or a monthly goal or, you know, however it is that you work. So when we're planning, we look at an overview of what we want to achieve in the year, but it's really overwhelming for us to focus on that whole 12 months at, at once, isn't it? Yeah. And it doesn't motivate us, does it? Like no. we've, you know, the amount of times we've sat down with various people, coaches in memberships and had to put down our 12 month goal. And it's just, it's just a bit tokenistic. Like it doesn't mean anything to us mm. because we're like, well, I don't know. Plus we don't have the biggest attention spans, do we? No, <laughs> like no. Our interests change, our audience change. So what our audience want from us, what our members want from us in the inner hub, that changes how we because we want to deliver what they want yeah not just what we want as a business so there's all these things that I just think for us it just doesn't motivate us for 12 months it's unrealistic for us to have 12 months I think as well working in social media when things change all the time if we had these goals that we you know in the next 12 months we want to help our members to do one thing and then a platform changes entirely yeah. But that whole plan could go out the window because we need to help them do something totally different. Yeah. And we often do this in that we will say, right, well, let's develop secret project. Let's get it on the market <laughs> by secret date. If that date is like 12 months time, nothing, I can guarantee you nothing will happen. But when yeah. old Laura Moore says, right, come on, we'll do it in a week. It's like, it's intense, but we yeah. do it. Like that's yeah. just how we work best. And I think we're all different and everyone's going to work differently. And I think the the point here is that you've got to understand what works best for you, what motivates you, what actually gets you to take action and then set your goals around that. And then remember your personal situation as well. And as we've mentioned, 12 month goals are just not practical in for our personal family situations. Again, be very different for everybody, but for us, and it might be the same for you, you'll have things happening in your life that will affect what goals you set. So just, and that's okay. Like just yeah. because a certain form that you might want to be writing your goals on doesn't maybe include something that actually is personal to you make it fit because it's important that you take into account everything that will affect your goal setting yeah really think about like how that works for you like I remember back in the day when I had a employed job and when they do your like your quarterly or your annual reviews they'd be like what do you want to achieve in the next five to ten years uh not work for you basically yeah. <laughs> was my biggest goal but like I wouldn't have had a clue I couldn't have answered that so if somebody now is trying to get me to think about what I want to do in five or ten years I still don't know because that's not how my brain works no not Same. interested I'd in just that. switch off I just yeah I'd just say I'm doing what I do now in fact we were yeah. asked this recently weren't we they said what how do you see your business in 12 months time and we were like uh uh yeah. do, just doing the, what we're doing now but better Keep, you know a <laughs> bit better maybe <laughs> yeah. yeah it's difficult isn't it I think yeah. 
I think because there's so many other things going on in our lives and in our minds, it's just difficult to look far, that far ahead. And if only yeah. we had some sort of, you know, time machine where we could go ahead and see that, yeah, the next 12 months are going to be fine. You can do this, that and the other. You've got plenty of time, then great. But we don't have that. Yeah. So, yeah, work however works best for you in terms of like that, um, that time period that you feel like you can plan for and that you feel like motivates you. You don't have to do what we do. Everyone works different. But I think after that, the important thing is that you need to break it down. So no matter whether you are planning a goal for the next quarter or the next year or the next five years, you need to break it down because once you've broken it down, you'll spot that it's like we said earlier, it's not one huge goal. It's lots of smaller goals that each need their own plan. So there's probably a financial or an income goal. Mm -hmm. So how on earth are you going to achieve that? What are you going to do? What are the exact steps you're going to do to achieve that income? Yeah. And if it's a 12 month financial goal, break it down into quarters, break it down into months. What do you need to do each month? How many clients do you need? How many things do you need to sell? How many leads do you need, do you need to get to get those clients? How much traffic do you need to get on your website to get those leads? And what are you going to do to get that traffic? Like it's all those, it's just break it down step by step by step. And that's why I think sometimes if you look at the whole 12 months in one lump, that's why it feels overwhelming. Whereas if you break it down week by week, month by month, then it's much easier to see, okay, this month I need to do this to get yeah. this traffic. I need to do this to get people on my email list or this to get people in my DMs or whatever it is. And it's easier, isn't it? Yeah. So say you wanted to work with 10 clients in a calendar year, but you convert maybe a quarter of them, which would mean that you'd need to have 40 discovery calls. And obviously not all your leads will convert to discovery calls. So you'll probably need maybe 50 or 60 leads. If you start, if you were to say, right, next year I've got to get 50 leads for social media management, that can be quite overwhelming for some people yeah. who are still maybe struggling to get one or two leads. So but actually, if you start to break that down into tasks and then goals it on a monthly basis, it becomes so much more easier and that can be your focus. You just focus on what is actionable, but realistic for you in your business. Our third tip would be, and this sounds a bit weird, but you need to start your goal setting by looking backwards at what you've already done. Because you can't really move forwards to achieve any goals unless you start looking backwards at what you've already done and understanding what has worked, what hasn't worked. And it's looking backwards that helps you to see what you need to change to move forwards so you can realistically achieve those goals. So if you, if like last year you'd set a goal and you hadn't hit it, you need to know why, like what parts did you not do or what parts could you have done better? Because then in the following year, you can change those things. But if you haven't looked back, it's really difficult to know well, what, why didn't I hit my goals last year? You just sit there, oh, I didn't hit my goal. That's it. It demotivates you straight away. And so that it's that reflection point, I think, that's really important. And there's a few different things that you need to look back on. The first thing I would say is probably like the statistics. So the sales, the stats on, you know, like Laura said, you might have won five clients last year. How many discovery calls did you have? Where did the leads come from? How many of those leads actually booked a discovery call? All of those things are really important. So you know what you need to do next time. Yeah. You need to reflect on your mindset, really, and how you've how you felt about the last twelve months. Like I never forget mm. that one point in my life, 
in my life, in my business <laughs> life, when I was freelancing, I was earning well, you know, I'd hit six figures. I was doing really well. I had loads of clients and I look back on the year. And so I was ticking all these boxes. I was like, yeah, 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 this is great. I've hit these, these goals. But actually I look back and I went, I have not enjoyed this year. I have not yeah. enjoyed it one little bit. It was too much, too stressful. And I, you know, yes, there could have been things I could have done. I could have built a bigger team. I could have done X, Y, that. But then my goal was, wasn't was about that. My goal was about working around the family, being there at three o'clock, all these things. I didn't want to build a big team. I, you know, so I, the following year, all purely based on how I'd felt in my business the 12 months before, I cold loads, got loads of clients, massively cut my income because it, well, I wasn't, I wasn't happy doing what I was doing. So I think taking the time to look at how you actually feel in your business, are you actually enjoying the jobs that you do, the tasks that you're doing, the the work that you're doing, the niche that you're in? Like, do you actually like it? Like, do you actually yeah, like, like your you job? Not, yeah. Yeah. And what parts don't you like? I, like, I remember a couple of years ago, we got to the end of the year and we were just like, this year felt so complicated. Yeah. Just everything felt like it took a long time and it was just really complicated. So the following year, we set a word for the year, which was just to simplify everything. We didn't manage to do that like as much as we wanted to, but every single time we were doing something, we were like, how can we make this more simple? Yeah. And it was just bringing back that mindset of we don't want to end of the year feeling like this was really complicated again. Yeah. So if there's like that one thing that you could change, what would it be? Yeah. And that doesn't, you don't have to do what I did and just go, right, sod this <laughs> and cut everything. <laughs> you can just look at, you know, look at ways in which you can make it better. You know, is it that you love doing your job, but you hate being stuck in Canva? Okay, well, how can you change that? Are there templates you can buy? Are there people you can outsource to? Is it that you hate the administrative side of things? You hate like onboarding clients? Is there someone you can help? No, a VA that might be able to help you work with that. Is there ways you can automate, you know, taking the time to look back on how you felt can help you with your future goals because you could say, okay, well, I want to kind of carry on with this. I've hit my income goal, for example, but I need to be happier within my business. So what can I take? What can I do to make me yeah. happier in my business? So it's not all about bloody six figures and money in the bank and yeah. how many clients you've got or how many Instagram followers you've got. It's not all about that. Sometimes it's just what makes you happy. And that to me should be big, high on the, on people's agenda really when it's when their goal setting. And I think with that in mind, when you're kind of looking back, just if people talk to you and say things to you like, oh, are you okay? You seem a bit stressed or, oh, Laura, you seem, you seem great. You're, you know, you're at the school school every day business is going really well or um I saw you in that magazine article or I saw you do that on social media these kind of comments that people make about you try and like scribble them down because these are the things that also how we are how we are in our lives and in our business if other people are recognizing that then we need to listen to that. If people are telling you that you're really stressed, if your partner or your husband is saying you're really grumpy. <laughs> yeah, like, or like my mum would always go, oh, you look really tired. Yeah, thanks yeah. for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And, you know, obviously sometimes we have to take them with a pinch of salt. <laughs> like, I always look tired. That's got nothing to do with work. Um, <laughs> and I... I think we have to just listen to what people are saying around us as well. The people that we see all the time, our family, our friends, if they're recognising the, the positives and the negatives, then listen to that and and respond to that when you are doing your goal setting. Yeah, and also don't pay attention to what everyone else is doing in their business. Your goals are your goals. Your journey to get to those goals and your plan is your plan. doesn't yeah. matter whether if somebody else is trying to get a Lamborghini and a million followers on Instagram, let them do that. That doesn't have any reflection on you or your, your business if you don't want a Lamborghini and a million followers on Instagram and you just want to be at the school gates at three o'clock every day. In a, in that's your, absolutely fine. In your fee at 500. <laughs> do they still exist? Don't know. Oh, I hope so. That's what I want. Is it really? Oh my god, that oh, is okay. on my vision board. A Fiat five hundred to a hundred percent. Like I cannot wait it to have a car. Worse. That it could be a Robin, a Robin, Robin Reliant. Reliant. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I can't wait to have a car that, quite frankly, my family can't fit in. That I can just tootle about in on my own. Nice. Yeah, can't wait. Okay, that that's the goal then for the end of the year. Not <laughs> <laughs> the end of this year, maybe. <laughs> so to help you to get started setting your goals for next year. Go over to the twolauras.com forward slash goals. We've put a download there for you, which is a one page goal setting sheet. That link again is the twolauras.com forward slash goals. You'll also find the link in the show notes. Go and grab that and just start working your way through what your goals are and what you need to do to achieve them. We really hope you've enjoyed the show and we'll start thinking more carefully about how you go about planning your goals for next year. And because we're heading into the new year soon, you're going to love next week's episode. We are bringing on some of the best marketing experts we know to share one strategy you should be focusing on in 2023. So put it in your diary and we'll be back again next Tuesday. Ciao. <laughs> Adios. Ta-da, repeat. Au revoir. <laughs>